0: This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org Hey, welcome to I Work For Him as we broadcast you out of the sunny desert of Arizona. We're in Scottsdale, Arizona today, courtesy of the Pinnacle Forum. Check them out online, pinnacleforum.com. They're hosting us all week long as we capture stories of people living out their faith in their work And they're involved as partners in the Pinnacle Forum. You too can get involved. Check them out online, PinnacleForum.com. But Martha, you first.
1: That's right. So Jim, one of the things I really wanted to emphasize today, pretty excited. We are now on the iHeartRadio podcast platform. So this is just a new thing for us. It's a way to find us. Right now when we're on iHeart um, or in the past we only were on there when our station was streaming at three o'clock Eastern time in the afternoon. Now our podcast, our forty two minute podcast, is out there on iHeartRadio Podcasts. So people can search for I Work for him and find that and just one more way to connect at your like on demand when it's the time is good for you, whether you're running or commuting or um just need a little bit of a um, shot in the arm for the day. This, this is a good way to do it. So it's like I getting
0: just... a verbal Mountain Dew, isn't it?
1: Ooh, that, wow. That's a good one. If anybody yes. out there's
0: got connections to Pepsi Company, Pepsi Bottling Company, we'd love to get them as a national sponsor because of my addiction to Mountain Dew. Please <laughs> reach out to us on our listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. All right. As I said, we're on the road today in Scottsdale, Arizona, where it's sunny and it's hot. But God is on the move even in the desert. Now, cactuses grow really slow, but our faith grows fast, especially when you can't walk barefoot on the pavement. Pinnacle Forum, we're talking about Pinnacle Forum today. Did you know it was started by Dr. Bill Bright, the guy who founded Campus Crusade for Christ? He just said, you know, he brought together a handful of guys in Arizona and said, I believe the only way we could change our culture is to find, is to create a network of high influence people out there in the marketplace and inspire them to use their influence in the marketplace for Christ. That's how Pinnacle Forum started as these guys work together to launch Pinnacle Forum and use their influence to impact culture because the vision of Pinnacle Forum is to see influential leaders execute their God given purpose and foster a flourishing God-honoring culture. Mm-hmm. And you and I know that's what needs to be done. Starting off our show today, we're talking with Pinnacle Forum. They're not members. They're Partner. partners. Mm-hmm. We've got Ron Reed. He's You're going to hear his story. We haven't heard it yet either, so we get to hear it all together. Ron Reed, welcome to I Work For Him
2: thank you great to be here
0: we're excited to have you here and we want to hear your story but we always ask this question first before we hear your work story we want to hear your Jesus story how did your life intersect with Jesus how did you become a Jesus follower
2: well I come from a different generation probably one ahead of you guys or half of one anyway and uh, my, my Jesus story really started with the Presbyterian Church and very traditional very traditional and it was more liturgical and procedural and mm-hmm. mechanical and it but it was a good foundation but that said it was never about a personal relationship with christ honestly uh... maybe i just missed that part but i don't think it was part of it so as time went on i had that foundation but i drifted very very far away like many do you get to college you get into your early work career other things take priorities the world gives you a different direction but. I always had the foundation that I knew I knew what Christianity meant. I knew about Jesus, and as I got later on into my work career, uh, I really came to the 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 understanding that there was more. There had to be more, and then I got more involved with the churches around various locations. We moved about eighteen times. Eighteen wow. times yeah, yeah, over my total career. But but uh, towards the middle of my career, I started to realize there is so much more once you understand that a personal relationship with Jesus is different than understanding what Christianity is and believing in Jesus as a basic foundation.
0: So talk to us, Ron Reed about that connection as you realized, okay, there's more to this than religion. There's more to this than, than liturgy. Although a lot of people are really touched by the liturgy. I mean, for some people that is really a touching, that is part of what creates that vibrancy in the relationship with God. So that's not ever a critical thing here. And I work for him because we all experience God differently. But how did you make that connection then between your faith and your work? When you finally put your faith and trust in Christ and said, this is really for me, what was that step then that said, wow, this should impact my work?
2: Right. So let me, let me be totally clear. There was a step prior to maybe my, my work realization, and that is uh, our oldest son had some major issues with substance abuse. And, and legal problems. Mm-hmm. And that, that preceded or coincided with the realization we just talked about. But it was a, it was like a, a lights on and a two before to the forehead. Mm-hmm. And it just really got my attention. And I started to doubt myself at that point in time. And I was really questioning, wow, what did I get wrong? And as parents do, what did I get wrong? What should I have done differently? And I think more than anything, that just woke me up because I was in a miserable place because I couldn't fix it. My mm. wife and I could not fix it. And and I think then as as I progressed in my career, I just I just really became much more aware of what it was meant to uh, to have a Christian foundation in your life and how you live that out. And by the way, it's still a slow process. My experience has been <laughs> it, the more you know, the more you don't know. Oh, amen. And, and, to and that. while Christianity is very simple, it's not simple to live out.
0: Let's take a little side path. You Talked about you and your wife having one of your children with a substance mm-hmm. abuse, which then created legal problems. Right. I mean, because those things almost go hand in hand. There are a lot of families listening today that relate exactly to what you're saying. They've got right. a kid who got exposed to chemicals of one type or another and has become addicted. Right. How, did faith, how, how did your faith get you through that time? Because it is a thing you can't fix. It is, it's a miracle of God to get it fixed.
2: Exactly. Well, let me just say that having the faith I had at that point was definitely a help. But retrospectively and years after I realized how much better I could have done had I known more. So, so all I'll say is any faith you have will cause you to turn to God more and more during those periods of time, but don't expect an answer that's going to fix things tomorrow morning. That's all I would say. And and that but that said it is still a better path to pursue because it does it does draw you closer to God's guidance at that point in time.
1: So, it, what I think I'm hearing you say is that one thing is is because you had some foundation, your your inclination, God created you to lean into Him during right. that time. Right? Is that what you right. really were experiencing? Right. It's
2: it's that it's that hole in our soul we hear yeah. about. It's just mm-hmm. you don't know what it is. You can't name it, but something's there and you know that there's more, <clears throat> there's not a solution around you, so it has to come from someplace else.
1: So most of our listeners have um, that same experience where they they have some foundation, they're listening to Christian radio, more than likely, and so um, they may be in a work environment next to somebody who's either struggling with this themselves or going through it in their home life. What can you speak to them that if, if the their coworker, this is a time where they could naturally lean into something. Right. How can we how can we speak to them in a way that um that, you know, can be loving and yet maybe draw them closer to Jesus.
2: Yeah, that's always challenging. Mm-hmm. The one thing I would say is don't try and offer solutions to fix things because you're probably wrong to begin with. Mm. I think the key is to simply listen. Listen and encourage them and and encourage them to do the same thing with their, <clears throat> whether it's a son a daughter, <clears throat> or whatever. Listen and and be there for them. Mm-hmm. Don't judge them because they're judging themselves. Oh. And. Um, but don't look for that solution that's going to fix the problem.
0: Okay. Huh. It's interesting. I say that because everybody's going to everybody's going to like. Well, how do we how do we help? How do, how do I fix it? Right. But you just said yourself. You had to come to the realization you couldn't fix it. Well, right. certainly somebody from the outside can't fix it. Talk to us about the miracles of God you saw through that process.
2: Wow. Um, well, one of them is that uh, through the process, our eldest son, uh, in in a in a parallel but somewhat related way, came to commit his life to Christ, and uh, through A young man who's a pastor in a large Southern California church today and our youngest son went to Biola University and and basically helped my wife and I reconnect in our in our faith Mm. so so it wasn't directly related to that but I think there were some conditions that must have affected our youngest son
0: and the child so the youngest son was the one that struggled with the chemicals
2: our oldest son your oldest son did
0: so and is and
2: he's walking with the Lord today our youngest son is. Our oldest son is, is, I would best describe, as someone who says he believes in God but appears to be a bit more agnostic than mm. a true believer. And, and we, don't, we don't push him in that way. Right. And, and, Ron, you, you shared your story
0: about your child's struggle with, with, with chemical addiction and how it really drove you and your bride to your knees before the Lord deepened your faith. And it's a struggle that so many people... Uh, around the country can relate to because their kids have gotten messed up with it or they've gotten messed up with it i mean the enemy loves to destroy steal kill and destroy he loves to do that kind of stuff as you look at your work you spend y- y- you used to work for you said mars companies right which is everybody knows martha what company would that be oh
1: that might be the company that makes the m&ms m&m mars martha if those of you that our know, address is on our website if you'd like to send me any no i'm just kidding
2: <laughs> no, no she's,
0: yeah, she's really not no <laughs> she's really not kidding uh and, but they
1: didn't make custom ones though, back when we were married no, Jim, so. so ron let's let's do a little
0: shift i really appreciate you sharing your story and, and sharing a little bit mm-hmm. of it i know it's just a little piece but just, i want to give you one final word to the audience you said something right before the break If somebody's got a friend who's struggling, just like you and your bride were struggling with one of your kids, you said the last thing you need is advice on how to fix it because you realized that you couldn't fix it. Speak to the people, because we got a lot of people that work alongside, as Martha said, a lot of people that work alongside people who have kids and are struggling. How, as Jesus followers, what was the greatest ministry to you and your bride during that really dark time?
2: The greatest ministry... uh, Is probably one uh, born out of necessity and that is when you have no place else to go you go to God
0: Mm. when you get to the end of your rope you realize he's been holding his on all
2: along right and when that's all you've got you realize that at some point that's that's all you need but in the midst of the fray it's it's pretty miserable and and you go to God because uh, you don't have a solution and um, and it's really the best thing you know to do at that point in time. But it really caused you to go deep into your own self and to really challenge a lot in your own lives, what you did, what you didn't do. And, and I think that in and of itself can be bad if you stop there. But if you take that and you let it lead you to where you would, you can be in a better place in the future, that's that's really the good part of this whole thing.
1: Mm. That's so good because um, when you said that listening. And then I think that's listening to God as well. You know, for us, we need to listen to the person who's hurting, but then the hurting person listening to God and what God is, is, is trying to say through it all. Because, um, uh, we believe that every experience, nothing is wasted. If right. it doesn't have to be wasted, right. if we allow God to use it to grow us, and one of the things that Jim, as we're here um, with Guy Rogers for Pinnacle Form, he said that one of the things he looks for in people that partner become partners for Pinnacle Form is their desire to grow. Right. And um, I, I hear that theme and think, you know, this is this is a pretty great that people that want to grow uh, this is going to be an opportunity for them ron
0: Reed, you mentioned off the air before we got started that you have been just part of a pinnacle forum group now for a pinnacle forum for just a couple of years Mm. how helpful would it have been when you were going through this really dark time with your oldest son to have been part of a pinnacle
2: forum would that have made a big uh, an impact hugely hugely beneficial had that been the case talk talk about that yeah so so i am in a couple of different forums today where this subject comes up all the time and as i just mentioned to you the number of families that deal with this is extraordinary today and um the, in the days that I went through it, it was it's a very lonely process because there is nobody else you can talk to. Not really. It's between you and your spouse. And the other thing is, as bad as it is for you, it's probably worse for your spouse. And, and that's one thing I would say is be really considerate of how bad it is for your spouse. And you don't think about that at the time you're going through it. But the Pinnacle Form experience takes you through this, in a sense, through the lives of other people who have dealt with it. Not that they're there to tell you what to do, because they have already learned that it's that's not the path. But they're there to walk you through it, talk you through it, think you through it, simply be there and and especially pray for you. Mm. You know. So we didn't have that. In fact I didn't even know it existed to be right. honest. In, in those days. But but to for anybody who is experiencing that or something like a substance abuse and there are many different variations of this sure, there are. that you can deal with. The Pinnacle Forum groups are just just awesome in that regard. They're confidential, so what you say is not going to ever be spoken of outside of the room unless you authorize it. Right. So it's, it's very private.
0: So you had a career in manufacturing, both in human food and animal food. And, and the Lord, but you didn't get exposed to Pinnacle Forum when you were there. But yet you no. were living a, How many years were you a Jesus follower when you were in the manufacturing world?
2: I would say. Uh, remember, I, I came from a generation where, certainly, early in my career, and this has nothing to do with with Mars's practices, but you simply didn't. Your 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 belief and your work were two separate things. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally segmented. Which is why you, work is work
0: and church is right. church,
2: and which is why you exist today and why exactly. you do what you do. Right. And and we know that's not the case today, but but uh, the the. The opportunity would certainly always be there to practice the precepts and the behaviors of, of, of being a follower of Christian, uh, of Christ. And I hope I did that, even though I didn't necessarily speak and evangelize, and I, I probably wouldn't even do that today. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't overtly, in my workplace, uh, express my religion. I just never did.
1: But what you were saying is, as far as the precepts and practicing it, you were ethical and you were a good worker. And is that what you mean? Right, yeah. I mean, even in the midst of it, you may not have had the vocabulary to talk right. about what we're talking about today, but you were being an example.
2: Right. Absolutely. And I also noticed others who were the same way and others who were not the same way.
1: Mm,
0: that's yeah. interesting. So talk about your work today. Where does the Lord, what's the Lord have you doing today?
2: I have several things going on today. Uh, some of my involvement is in is in the Pinnacle Forum activities. Um, I do I do volunteer financial coaching at a large church here in the Scottsdale area. Plug it. Go ahead. Scottsdale Bible Church. Okay. There's a congregational care group that does some great things that that not many other churches do, and that is people come in and they have they have financial problems and issues, but they need coaching about what to do about it. And uh, how to put their finances back together, and uh, and they like to talk to somebody who who has the same Christian perspective that mm-hmm. they do, and so I do that, and and I find out, as you might expect, that very often it has nothing to do with budgeting; it's other, it's, it's money beliefs and practices and sure. things going on behind the scene. So that always uh, gets Which t- much of this next generation has never been taught. Nobody's taught. Nobody's mm-hmm. taught, and so anyway, so I do that. I also do uh, through through pinnacle form I've, I've done volunteer work assisting other businesses and people who are in difficult business problems and I do some mentoring in that regard nothing formal there it's just the opportunity comes up and 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 you just go with the opportunities with, when they present themselves and then one Which other
0: provides opportunities for mentoring and discipleship I mean you it get to, you get to walk along somebody and, and just be right. who you
2: are right that's exactly it, and I've got the benefit of having made a lot of mistakes in my life, and so <laughs> as we get older, the mistake list grows. That's exactly it, and that's where you really, really learn. So, so I've got—I do have the benefit of perspective that I can give to younger yeah. men and usually men and women, but some women too, that I do financial coaching with. So I do that, and then also another Christian gentleman in the church and myself. Uh, put put together a uh, a consulting service starting about a year and a half ago. So we're we're doing our own consulting business as well.
0: So are you the, all the experience the Lord gave you in manufacturing all those years? I mean, you you, you mentioned you were in the pet food section. Um, you mentioned M and Ms, and that's why Martha was so excited. You mentioned Mars Company. Do you get to see how God used gets to use all the stuff you had in the past for what you do today?
2: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And um, you know, I so appreciate the the opportunities I had in my work life. And you don't always, um, as you'd expect, you don't always appreciate what you're gaining from what you're going through Mm -hmm. because you go through some pretty difficult times in your professional careers as well. But but when it's when it's going on and when all of the worst activities are over, the perspective you gain is just immense. And uh, being able to now, what I spend a lot of time on now is revisiting those things and, and taking what I experienced and what I learned and, and rethinking it in terms of how to actually mentor other people mm-hmm. when I get that opportunity to do it.
1: Isn't it great when you can actually use an experience that at the time was very painful right. and say, oh, I can use this to help someone else and right. you know much like when our kids are learning how to walk they still need to learn how to fall right. and they, you know but if we can help them be more successful in their walking right. how much better that is and you're that's what you're intentionally doing
2: exactly and, and a lot of what I learn and talk about with people is is actually I was joking but I'm not it's it's the things I could have done better or maybe I feel I failed at to some degree so you can help them Either be more successful or fail more gracefully. Let's mm. say, and, ah. and, and
1: fail more gracefully.
0: Be more successful like or fail more gracefully. I mean, it, <laughs> wow. "Quotable There's quote" a by Ron Reed. A tweetable <laughs> tweet right here on iWork, friend. All right, Ron Reed. When we come back, we want to hear more of your story of how Pinnacle Forum's making an impact and how you're impacting the community. That's just, it, I love where this has gone. And I know it's gone in places you didn't think it would go, but boy, your transparency's been powerful. You're listening to our work for we broadcast from Scottsdale, Arizona.
1: That's right, Jim. we it, This is beautiful here. and I know you're always giving them a hard time about the dry heat and all of that, but it is- They borrow
0: all their water from Colorado? <laughs>
1: And that aspect of it as well. But we are thrilled to be here and um, get to know more people in this beautiful state.
0: And we're being hosted by Pinnacle Forum. we got CEO and President Guy Rogers here with us. We first met Guy a couple of years ago. I'm trying to think. Did we meet in Kansas City the first time? Or we I mean, we've met all over the country. Guy, Pinnacle Forum is one of those things we haven't talked about much, and I work for him. And I want to take this whole week of shows to really help people understand, because maybe we can launch a whole bunch of on-location Pinnacle Forums in the southeast because of what people are hearing about. So what what were you going to say, Martha?
1: Well, and I think that it's not only have to be on location, oh. right? Isn't there a virtual option?
3: There is. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, the fastest growing part of our network are the virtual video forums. We started those two and a half years ago. And one of the primary reasons was we kept running into people who were interested in Pinnacle Forum, and they live in parts of the country where we didn't have a forum. Mm-hmm. Or they would live in a big metro area like Atlanta, and we would have some other people that were interested, <laughs> but they were all over Atlanta and trying to bring them together for a yeah. meeting in morning traffic not in Atlanta. G- Forget it. That's happen. right. Anytime. So yeah, anytime. Anytime. Except between 10 at night and 4 in the morning. Not a good time to meet for a forum. No. So, so we started those two and a half years ago, and now almost 30% of our forums are done virtually. And that means we can connect a person to a forum anywhere in the country. We even have a few people in other countries now that are
0: participating in our forums.
1: That's excellent.
0: Can you develop the level of intimacy on a digital forum versus being around the round table? Well, you know, that was the big
3: question sure. that we contemplated when we started. Could we? Because, as I said in our in our previous show... We're a leadership development and unleashing, empowering ministry for the purpose of cultural transformation anchored in a relationship model. We're very big on the importance of these kinds of relationships. Mm -hmm. So, of course, the obvious question you just asked, can we replicate that relationship (coughs) uh, experience in the video forum? Well, I can tell you that we have people that have been in the now for two years and they swear by them. They wouldn't do it any other way. We have people who've been in in-person forums around the table and now are in video forums and say, I wouldn't do it any other way. The technology's so good, it's like you're right there. Yeah. You kind of have to look at the old Hollywood Squares thing, you know, get used to that. But that that <laughs> goes away pretty quickly. Yep.
0: But it's probably not as funny as Hollywood Squares, though. Oh,
3: I it can, it, it be. can I be. I suppose it can it be. It can be. So
0: you, do you use like a Zoom video or a yes. Skype? Zoom. Okay. Right. Zoom. Okay. All right. So then talk about Pinnacle Forum. Who is it for? I mean, when you look at... Hey, there's people out there going, well, can I join the Pinnacle Forum? Who is this for? So
3: let me list three criteria that I typically see in that I call the profile of our Pinnacle Forum partners. Mm -hmm. The first is they do have a track record of leadership and a footprint of influence. Now, that's pretty broad. And I understand that, but we actually, cri- we actually um, narrow it down with criteria in our partner application, such as uh, I hold a leadership position in my field, I'm a recognized authority in my field, I do presentations or write, have written books, articles, things about what I, what I do. So it can be in, in any sector of society. What mm-hmm. we're looking for are people who have above-average above leadership opportunities that God has given them. That's, mm-hmm. that's number one. The second is whether they are a, a baby Christian or someone who's walked with the Lord for 45 years. We are looking for people who want to walk on. Right. They're not satisfied with just sitting on their hands in church. I got my ticket punched for heaven. You know, my fire insurance is paid up. We're looking for people who say, "I want to walk on. I want to. I want to mature in Christ, and I want to be around other leaders who feel the same way." That's the second criteria, mm. and then the third is, to some degree. They have a sense of maybe even a compulsion that we as Christian leaders have got to get out there in the marketplace and start really making a difference. Too much of Christianity in the 20th century was retreat.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: It was isolated inside the four walls of the churches. Uh, There was even a phrase called the lifeboat theology. And it, it, it was this. We go into the into the world, that's a sinking ship of culture. We rescue as many as we can, we bring them into the walls of our churches, and there's the lifeboat, and they're safe, and we get them involved in our ministries and our churches. And thus we abandon the culture. That's changing. Which is how
0: we lost the culture. Which back. is how we
3: lost the culture, exactly. So so the people that come into this to some degree, some of them are like absolutely passionate about. Yes, I'm called to change the culture. That that's me, and others not so much, but are recognizing they've got to play a bigger
0: role and not necessarily sure how to do that. And Pinnacle Forum helps them discover how to do that. So somebody's listening today and they think they meet those criteria. They, they've got the they've got an above average amount of influence in a certain area and they want to follow Jesus and they, and they really, they 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 see a need to impact their culture to, to, to move the culture forward how do they get a hold of pinnacle forum i'm What's gonna give you my way?
3: email okay
0: my personal email it's right.
3: guy.rogers that's r-o-d-g-e-r-s guy.rogers at pinnacleforum.com send me an email
0: we'll set up a phone call i'll chat with you about it and we'll see if it's for you and and so because of the virtual nature now that you've got you've got both you've got forums and how many states do you have forums actually going on we have people, it's less
3: the number of states where the forums are, it's where the people are. Sure. We have people in forums now
0: in 25, 26 states, I okay. think. Okay.
3: All right. And growing.
0: And it doesn't matter. So, anybody that's listening to the show, no matter where they are, as long as they speak English, they could be. I mean, join because we know people listening in the Philippines. We get people listening in Africa. If they speak decent English, they could join one of your digital forums. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that. So, uh, I had a phone call uh, two
3: weeks ago with a, a pastoral leader in South Africa who I connected with on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. we had a so great phone call. He then had a follow up phone call with our director of forum development, Chuck Bryant. And we think he wants to take this and open this up to his leadership network that's not only in South a- Africa but around the world.
2: Excellent. That's exciting.
3: That and because exciting. of our virtual forums, we can do that. Yep. We can bring people from anywhere in the world into a, into a forum. Yep.
0: And, and you've got a platform. You've already got a procedure. You, you already have it worked out. The kinks are worked out, so he can take that and multiply it. Right, right. We have, we
3: have a process, a methodology in our in our forums, how we do things. We actually have a tool, and I've shared this with – probably several hundred people over the last three years and I've yet to run into someone who's heard of a concept like this. We have a tool called a cultural impact plan where our partners in our forums actually write a plan based on a series of questions that helps them flesh out here is what I believe God would have me do with my time, talent, treasure, and influence over the next 12 months to influence and transform the culture around me. That's how intentional we are about being cultural changers.
1: Let me ask a a clarifying question because I've heard this a couple different times. We've brought it up already. you're not specifically only talking about their work culture. That's right? correct. It's wherever their influence is in their culture. That's so correct. So that could be their neighborhood. It could be their family. Is that, That's is correct. that the right idea? That's
3: correct. They need to have a, a, some kind of leadership role. Right. Um, but it. But where they do things doesn't necessarily have to be where like let's say we have a business a businessman or woman okay Mm -hmm. and they have a successful business but they really have a sense of calling in terms of doing things in their community right great then that's their that's their cultural mission. Mm-hmm. That's where they are. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that makes us different from kind of a lot of the faith at work organizations because their focus is on the businesses, right. which needs to happen. I'm right. I'm so glad I see that happening. Groups right. like C12 and con- that can convened. be one of their and cultures that ca- and absolutely can okay. be one of them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's not limited to that. Got it. All right, let me just take you down one little rabbit hole because you mentioned <laughs> only on one. <laughs> only one. Yesterday you mentioned that you were heavily involved in the political world before you became, came to Pinnacle form, We have talked many times, and I work for him, on how we desperately need to impact the culture of politics in this country, uh, that that is one of those seven mountains of influence that a lot of Christians have just given up the territory and said, well, that's just evil. Can somebody be a Jesus follower and get involved in political office?
3: Not only can they, I see it happen all the time. I have friends who have been members of Congress, clients of mine, uh, I worked on presidential campaigns. I worked at all levels of government, and and here's what happens: if you take if someone has a good grasp of policy issues, and they have a worldview that is decidedly biblical and Christian, and then they recognize how to operate in this particular culture, and this and, and it, it is a well, which subculture, is chal- which is challenging, very challenging, very challenging. Yes, absolutely, they can make a difference, and I'll tell you why, because people are screaming for solutions and they're not getting them.
0: And God is the solution. Jesus is the solution to the problems that we have in this country.
3: No question, no question. And you can and you know you can forward solutions, policy issues and never talk about a verse from the scriptures and yet be That's pushing right. things that are truthful, that are that work yep. because truth works. Truth mm-hmm. works. And so um, I, I know it can be done. I, if we had more time, I could give you examples of friends of mine and types of things they actually got done in the political world. Well, it's a challenge, man. It is a, t- it is a tremendous challenge because that's a very difficult culture to sure. be in today. Maybe
0: on tomorrow's show when you sneak in with us, you can bring a little bit of those examples with you. How about that? Okay. All right, cool. All right. Guy Rogers, president and CEO of, of the Pinnacle Forum. Check him out online, pinnacleforum.com. Thank you, Guy. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. We're back with Ron Reed. He is a Pinnacle Forum partner, and we're right here in Scottsdale, Arizona, as we broadcast I work for him. Ron, you've shared a lot of your story. Let's talk about where you're at today and how you're influencing leaders today through your business, Fourth Dimension Innovations. Talk to to us about how you're taking all that you're learning in Pinnacle Forum and all you've learned about the Lord and applying that today as you consult.
2: Right. So... This is a, this is a uh, what I would say a new level for me in terms of trying to actually achieve more and accomplish more based on what I've learned but but applying more leverage to it. And what I mean by leverage is that the concept of what we call in our business servant leadership. And it's it's biblically based, that's true, but you don't have to think of it that way. And if, and if you're in the secular world, you can use the precepts of this just as powerfully and many businesses do today, many large corporations use it. And, and it's simply based on the premise that you uh, you cannot be successful in today's world by trying to be an autocratic leader, and um, and and not could you
0: ever be successful in the world being with, an autocratic leader with
2: with considerable limits, yeah, <laughs> with considerable limits, and, uh, and and there's a way to just simply leverage all of the uh, resources you have much more powerfully if you understand what it means to be a servant leadership. And it's, it's at its simple core, it simply, it simply means that you have a vision. You must have a vision for your business and a, a purpose, of values that is, are established. Then and only then can you empower your people to execute on that mission whether you're there or not. You, you are not necessary in your business once you – really evolve and develop a servant leadership uh, environment in your business.
0: Yeah. I mean, the ideal is that if you really lead well, all of your people are empowered to do the work that they were really qualified to do, you should be working yourself out of a job. Yet your job is still so important because you're leading through selflessness, We're talking about Pinnacle Forum and the impact on its members, on its partners, Pinnacle Forum partners. And we've got Ron Reed in here. Ron, you, right before the break, we're talking, just guys talking about servant leadership. Is it, I mean, we know Jesus was the ultimate servant leader. Right. I mean, he washed his, he washed his employees' feet. Okay. I mean, so that's pretty down in there with his own clothes. Talk about how does that work today in the workplace world? You know, we're not talking just corporate world. We're talking nonprofit world. We're talking manufacturing world. We're talking the world Power. out there. Does servant leadership really work? And what does it look like?
2: Yeah, it really works. What it is not, you hear people say sometimes, I don't believe in that because that's like letting the inmates run the prison, so to speak. That is absolutely what it is not. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you may have heard the term agile uh, in terms of uh, the IT industry in, in, in where teams are developed to go out and they 're closer to the customer, and they 're empowered in every way possible to simply execute very fast, make course corrections, and deliver to the customers needs as quickly as possible and as effectively as possible. you can 't do that unless you 've really developed prepared, empowered your people and given them the resources to move and to move quickly. Servant leadership is hard because Doing all of that in advance so you can really allow your people to work towards a vision takes a lot of effort, but it's very, very effective. It does work. It's a different way of running your business as opposed to giving directives.
1: So thanks for sharing that. One of the things that um, Guy Rogers just referred to um, in our last segment was this whole idea of writing and creating a cultural impact plan. Um, I believe that the understanding behind that is to help you to be able to figure out what God wants you to do that helps to transform the culture that you have influence in. So have you written one of those?
2: Mine is In Process. And uh, and I do a lot of writing uh-huh. for for our business work that we do, and, and part of the writing I do is aimed at the cultural impact plan. The answer is it's not finished yet, but what it does force you to do is be very thoughtful and purposeful about where you're going. It, in other words, don't rely on being busy because that's not the same thing. It, it's very different and and the cultural impact plan really causes us to sit down and look at the seven mountains of culture decide where where our focus really is mm-hmm. and to decide how are we actually going to make a difference not just be busy but how are we going to make a difference
1: you know i just was thinking as you were ex- explaining that a little bit but that One of the reasons something like this is necessary is because so many of us are busy. We get to the end of whatever we're doing and say, man, I wish I would have been more intentional. And so I assume that this process just helps you to, 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 hone in on that so you don't miss that great opportunity. Is that what you see happening? That's
2: exactly right. It it causes us to think much more deeply about what we thought we were going to do at this point in our life. But the other thing I think I would tell you is, and this is what the Pinnacle Forum does very well, is it really forces us to focus on the relationships we have every day, every place, all the time. That's where this lives out. And and for me that's I'm I'm an introvert. So that is a new that's a new forceful sort of way of uh, Causing myself to think uh-huh. uh, every day of the week.
0: So your work today, I mean, you're, you're doing, well, describe your work today. Give, give me a one-sentence plug on your work. My, my, my
2: work today would be a mix between my volunteer assistants, working with people okay. who just need help there, and then working with developing the consulting business where we work with small businesses, usually because they're, they're having problems.
0: Mm-hmm. So specific parts of the small business Guys, are you talking process? Are you talking procedure? Are you talking about manufacturing? Mean, are you working with right. manufacturers because that's what your background right. is? Or? In, in,
2: an, in a nutshell, what we've done is taken all of our experience, my, myself and my partner, and we have developed what we consider to be the model of a truly healthy organization and realized you can't start there. Usually, where you start with people is where their problems are, and that's what we do. We begin with the issues that are really bringing them down, mm-hmm. and then we back them up to an understanding of, we'll fix this now, but we're going to get this back to the root cause situation and help you understand what a really healthy business looks like so you don't have to do this again and again and again.
0: And how does a healthy business impact culture?
2: Well, a healthy business impacts culture because first and foremost, it has a very different perspective uh, uh, among its leadership team how it behaves how it works how it how they treat each other and then how they communicate and relate to the rest of the people in the organization and there's there's a clarity there is a a relationship building process that is as as important as the core business objectives themselves
0: you know one of the things it's it's great a lot of the faith and work organizations around the country are focused on leaders yet the leaders have some influence but they they need to feed into the people that are in the upline. I mean, the the, the the people that are in the weeds all throughout organizations. How does your work help those leaders to impact the culture and encourage those people
2: that are actually doing the work every day? Right. And this is really critical because it's one thing to say that you have a leader in an organization and you have a vision and then not be able to get it down to the rest of the organization. So so a big part of the way we would like to see and we coach organizations to work is focusing on on what you are going to be as a, as a business but then spend a lot of time repetitive time getting that message through your organization and then and then being redundant through your behaviors make sure you all of your behaviors all of your human resource processes reinforce what you said you were going to do
1: hmm. so um, Let's tie that back to your, you've been with Pinnacle Form a couple of years. Right. You've been involved. Um, talk to our listeners just for a moment. Like if they're intrigued Um, about the intentionality I think that this whole the cultural impact plan um, other things that you're working through in the forum setting uh, talk to our listeners why you think they should get involved and that they and the fact that we learned that you can do it virtually you don't have to come to Phoenix or Scottsdale to be involved in a pinnacle forum
2: right well let me just say I I am involved in a virtual forum as well as a regular forum that meets here Uh, okay it's so easy to simply experience it that even if you decided you didn't want to continue, you really should experience it mm. just, just to know what it is and that it's out there. And um, if, you're, if you're trying to grow in ways that you don't feel you're being terribly successful or you're just not sure how to do it, this is a place to get some of the most talented men and women around you that you could ever hope to be
0: what 's the biggest impact on you, Ron Reed, from being involved in a pinnacle forms you 've you said you 're involved in two pinnacle forms over the last couple of years what 's been the biggest impact on you personally spiritually
2: The biggest is uh, is, is the closeness of the relationships that i 've been able to develop that I never had through my entire working career mm-hmm. and and it doesn 't happen overnight even even with pinnacle form, but it, it does happen, and it happens reasonably soon. And and you've got a new ability to actually bring other, other men into your life that have great experience. And then other men into your life that simply need you. Uh, mm. and, and so that closeness develops uh, through every week that we meet. Mm.
1: That's fabulous. So I hope that people will check out their website, which is pinnacleforum.com. Um, so let's talk, Ron, for a minute. This is this is a fun perspective. If there was one thing you could go back and talk to your younger you, what would you tell yourself?
2: <laughs> uh, the one thing I would do is spend more time just walking around, talking to people, just getting to know people, listening to them, and it doesn't have to be about business. Um, just figuring out and understanding what's going on in people's lives. Why? Well, because it's it, it just adds so much dimension to the relationship, but also to you as the listener, because it, it it takes you to places that you just don't allow yourself to go if you're there strictly to do business every single day. Mm. Uh, it, it's just it, there's more depth, more richness, more aha moments. and unfortunately, so many of us when we got at least in my my era, you just felt like we're here, we, we're supposed to be working 12 hours a day, and if we spend just time talking with people, that must be a waste of time, right? Well, no, it's really not. Mm-hmm. It's really not. I mean, you can do it in such a way that it's total waste of time, but that's not what I'm talking about here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that when you, I mean, and Jesus was talking to his people. I mean, he spent a lot of time talking to people. Right, he wasn't yeah. always working, right. but he was accomplishing what he wanted to accomplish, right. which was to feed into people. Right. And when people feel loved and appreciated, because that's what relationships do, right. what happens?
2: What happens is there's a trust that's built immediately, and uh, and then when that person, who may not be a believer, has a, a real need for something outside of himself, he has an avenue at least to raise the questions, a person to raise the questions to, a trust that exists, and, uh, and, th- and they'll come to you for help. You don't need to go to them to tell them what you think or believe.
0: Thirty seconds or less, why should somebody join a Pinnacle Forum today?
2: Uh, simply to really expand your horizons in terms of things you're missing, you don't know, are out there, ways to grow. This is this is a terrific avenue to expand the places that you can actually go that you've not experienced in mm-hmm. the past.
0: So it's been life-changing for you.
2: Yeah, it really has been. Mm-hmm. Really
0: good. Ron Reed, really appreciate you sharing your perspective on Pinnacle Forum. Really sharing your story, being authentic, transparent about your your, your struggle with your son. And uh, just hope that the story really touches the hearts of our listeners. But thanks for taking time today. Great to be here. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Check out Pinnacle Forum online, PinnacleForum.com, PinnacleForum.com. We'd like for you to get involved in one today. Hey, you've been listening to I Work For Him as we broadcast from Scottsdale, Arizona, courtesy of the Pinnacle Forum. Check them out online, PinnacleForum.com. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for For him. Him.